Hare Krishna, my dear devotees, welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books, right here in the, the Haven, which is located in Hythe, Kent, Southeast England, just a stone's throw from the English Channel. I'm here with uh, Abhaydas Brahmachari, that trusty servant and associate and friend. Um, we're a little late, we'll get right into it. We hope you're all well and safe and happy as possible in this, these day, this day and age. Srimad Bhagavatam Mihima Stotram by Srila Sanatana Goswami glorifies the Bhagavatam and explains to us in very elevated terms what it is. It goes like this. Sarva Yusha Sarva Vedaika Satpala Sarva Siddhanta Ratnaja Sarva Lokaika Drik Prada O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana Srimad Bhagavata Prabho Kali Dvanduditaditya Sri Krishna Parivartita O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees, O Master Srimad Bhagavatam, you are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Sri Krishna. Paramananda Pataya Prema Varshakshadayate Sarvada Sarvasevyaya Shri Krishnaya Namostume. I bow down to you who were supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Shri Krishna Himself. Mareka Bando Matsangin Madguro Manbahadana Mandistadagamad Bhagya Madananda Namostute. My only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu saduta dayin atini chochatakara hanamuchagadachinvam premna ritkanta yokspura O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please, never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. <clears throat> Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. So we've reached the seventh chapter of the fourth <coughs> canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. The Lord, the Supreme Lord Vishnu, has appeared in his beautiful eight armed form at the sacrifice that Daksha is uh, conducting after being killed, head removed, and replaced by a goat, goat's head. And everyone has received the forgiveness of Lord Shiva, and now Lord Vishnu has appeared, and he is uh, responding to Daksha's prayers. <clears throat> this is Lord Vishnu speaking to Daksha. The Lord continued, <clears throat> My dear Daksha Dvija, I am the original personality of Godhead, but in order to create, maintain, and annihilate this cosmic manifestation, I act through my material energy, <clears throat> and according to the different grades of activity, my representations are differently named. Purport. As explained in Bhagavad Gita 7.5, Jiva Bhutam 
Mahabaho. The whole world is energy released from the Supreme Source, the Personality of Godhead, who, it is further stated in Bhagavad Gita, acts in superior energies and inferior energies. The superior energy is the living entity who is part and parcel of the Supreme Lord. As parts and parcels, the living entities are not different from the Supreme Lord. The energy emanated from Him is not different from Him. But in the actual activity of this material world, the living entity is under the different qualities of material nature and in different forms. There are 8,400,000 life forms. The same living entity acts under the influence of the different qualities of material nature. The entities have different bodies, but originally, in the beginning of creation, Lord Vishnu is alone. For the purpose of creation, Brahma is manifested, and for annihilation, there is Lord Shiva. As far as the spiritual entrance into the material world is concerned, the, all beings are part and parcel of the Supreme Lord, but under the covering of different material qualities, they have different names. Lord Brahma and Lord Shiva are qualitative incarnations of Vishnu as guna avatars. And because, like Brahma and Lord Shiva, Lord Vishnu accepts control of one of the material qualities, namely goodness, he is also a qualitative incarnation like them. Actually, the different names exist for different functions. Otherwise, the origin is one only. Text 52 The Lord continued, One who is not in proper knowledge thinks that demigods like, Lord Bra like Brahma and Shiva are independent, or he even thinks that the living entities are independent. Purport. The living entities, including Brahma, are not independently separated, but, but are counted within the marginal energy of the Supreme Lord. The Supreme Lord being the Supersoul in every living entity, including Lord Brahma and Lord Shiva, is directing everyone in the activities of the material modes of nature. No one can act independently of the sanction of the Lord, and therefore, indirectly, no one is different from the Supreme Person, certainly not Brahma and Rudra, who are incarnations of the material nature's modes of passion and ignorance. Text 53 a person with average intelligence does not think the head and other parts of the body to be separate. Similarly, my devotee does not differentiate Vishnu, the all-pervading personality of Godhead, from anything or any living entity. Purport Whenever there is disease in any part of the body, the whole body takes care of the ailing part. Similarly, the devotee's oneness is manifested in his compassion for all conditioned souls. Bhagavad Gita 5.18 says, Panditak Samadarshinaha Those who are learned see everyone's conditional life equally. Devotees are compassionate to every conditioned soul and therefore they are known as Aparakya Buddhi. Aparakya Buddhi because devotees are learned and know that every living entity is part and parcel of the Supreme Lord they preach Krishna consciousness to everyone so that everyone may be happy if a particular part of the body is diseased the whole attention of the body goes to that part similarly devotees care for any person who is forgetful of Krishna and therefore in material consciousness. 
the equal vision of the devotee is that he works to get all living entities back home, back to Godhead. Text 54 The Lord continued, One who does not consider Brahma, Vishnu, Shiva, or the living entities in general to be separate from the Supreme, and who knows Brahman, actually realizes peace. Others do not. Purport. Two words are very significant in this verse. Trayanam indicates three, namely Lord Brahma, Lord Shiva, and Lord Vishnu. Bidham, Bidham means different. They are three, and therefore they are separate. But at the same time, they are one. This is the philosophy of simultaneous oneness and difference, which is called Achintya Beda Beda Tattva. The example given in the Brahma Sangita is that milk and yogurt are simultaneously one and different. Both are milk, but the yogurt has become changed. In order to achieve real peace, one should see everything and every living entity, including Lord Brahma and Lord Shiva, as non-different from the Supreme Personality of Godhead. No one is independent. Every one of us is an expansion of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This accounts for unity in diversity. There are, different, there are diverse manifestations, but at the same time, they are one in Vishnu. Everything is an expansion of Vishnu's energy. Text 55. The sage Maitreya said, Thus Daksha, the head of all Prajapatis, having been nicely instructed by the Supreme Personality of Godhead, worshipped Lord Vishnu. After worshipping Him by performing the prescribed sacrificial ceremonies, Daksha separately worshipped Lord Brahma and Lord Shiva. Purport Lord Vishnu should be offered everything and his prasad should be distributed to all the demigods. This practice is still followed in the temple of Jagannath in Puri, at Puri. There are many temples of demigods around the main temple of Jagannath and the prasad which is offered first to Jagannath is distributed to all the demigods. The deity of Bhagalin is worshipped with the prasad of Vishnu and also in the famous Lord Shiva temple of Bhubaneswar the prasad of Lord Vishnu or Lord Jagannath is offered to the deity of Lord Shiva. This is the Vaishnava principle. The Vaishnava does not deride even ordinary living entities including the small ant. Everyone is offered proper respect according to his position. The offering, however, is in relation to the center, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna or Vishnu. The devotee who is highly elevated sees the relationship to Krishna in everything. He does not see anything as being independent of Krishna. That is his vision of oneness. Text 56 with all respect, Daksha worshipped Lord Shiva with his share of the remnants of the Yajna. After finishing the ritualistic sacrificial activities, he satisfied all the other demigods and the other people assembled there. Then, after finishing all these duties with the priests, he took a bath and was fully satisfied. Purport Lord Rudra Shiva was properly worshipped with his share of the remnants of the Yajna. Yajna is Vishnu, and whatever prasad is offered to Vishnu is offered to everyone, even to Lord Shiva. Sridhar Swami also comments in this connection 
Swena Bhagena. The remnants of the Jagya are offered to all the demigods and others. <coughs> Text 57. Thus the worshipping of Lord Vishnu by the ritualistic performance of sacrifice, Daksha, was completely situated on the religious path. Moreover, all the demigods who had assembled at the sacrifice blessed him so that he might increase his piety. And then they left. Purport. Although Daksha was considerably advanced in religious principles, he awaited the blessings of the demigods. Thus the great sacrifice conducted by Daksha ended in harmony and peace. Text 58 Maitreya said, I have heard that after giving up the body she received from Daksha, Dakshayani, his daughter, took her birth in the kingdom of the Himalayas. She was born as the daughter of Mena. I heard this from authoritative sources. Purport. Mena is also known as Menaka and is the wife of the king of the Himalayas. Text 59. Ambika, goddess Durga, who was, who was known as Dakshini, Dakshayani Sati, again accepted Lord Shiva as her husband, just as different energies of the Supreme Personality of Godhead act during the course of a new creation. Purport According to a verse of the Vedic mantras, Parasya Shaktir Vibhidaiva Shruyate the Supreme Personality of Godhead has different varieties of energies. Shakti is feminine and the Lord is Purusha, masculine. It is the duty of the female to serve under the Supreme Purusha. As stated in Bhagavad Gita, all living entities are marginal energies of the Supreme Lord. Therefore, it is the duty of all marginal energies Therefore, it is the duty of all living entities to serve this Supreme Person. Durga is the representation in the material world of both the marginal and external energies. And Lord Shiva is the representation of the Supreme Person. The connection of Lord Shiva and Ambika or Durga is eternal. Sati could not accept any husband but Lord Shiva. How Lord Shiva remarried Durga as Himaviti, the daughter of the Himalayas, and how Kartigeya was born is a great story in itself. Text 60 Maitreya said, My dear Vidura, I heard this story of the Daksha Yagya, which was devastated by Lord Shiva, from Uddhava, a great devotee and disciple of Brihaspati. Text 61. <clears throat> the great sage Maitra concluded If one hears and again narrates with faith and devotion, this story of the Daksha Yagya, as it was conducted by the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Vishnu, then certainly one is cleared of all contamination of material existence, O son of Kuru. Thus end the Bhaktivedanta purports of the fourth canto, seventh chapter of Srimad Bhagavatam, entitled The Sacrifice Performed by Daksha. You know, all glories to Daksha because he was intelligent enough to surrender and to beg forgiveness from Lord Shiva and got the mercy of Lord Vishnu. All glory to Lord Vishnu who brought the whole thing together
purified everything and made it auspicious. Hare Krishna. Okay. Moving on to chapter 8. Dhruva Maharaj leaves home for the forests. Text 1. Maitreya the great sage Maitreya said the four great Kumara sages headed by Sanaka as well as Narada, Ribo, Hangsha, Aruni and Yati all sons of Brahma did not live at home but became Urdhva or Naishtika Brahmacharis unadulterated celibates. Purport The system of Brahmacharya has been current since the birth of Brahma. A section of the population, especially male, did not marry at all. Instead of allowing their semen to be driven downwards, they used to lift the semen up to the brain. They are called Urdva Retasa, those who lift up Semen is so important that if by the yogic process one can lift the semen up to the brain, he can perform wonderful work. One's memory is enabled to act very swiftly and the duration of life is increased. Yogis can thus perform all kinds of austerity with steadiness and be elevated to the highest perfectional stage, even to the spiritual world. Vivid examples of brahmacharis who accepted this principle of life are the four sages, Sanaka, Sanandana, Sanatana, and Sanat Kumara, as well as Narada and others. Another significant phrase here is Naitegrihan Yavasan. They did not leave, they did not live at home. Griha means home as well as wife. In fact, Home means wife. Home does not mean a room or a house. One who lives with a wife lives at home. Otherwise, a sannyasi or brahmachari, even though he may live in a room or in a house, does not live at home. <laughs> that they did not live at home means that they did not accept the wife. And so there, is no, there was no question of their discharging semen. Semen is meant to be discharged when one has a home, a wife, and the intention to beget children. Otherwise, there is no injunction for dis discharging semen. These principles were followed from the beginning of creation. And such brahmacharis never created progeny. This narration has dealt with the descendants of Lord Brahma from Manu's daughter, Prasuti, Prasuti's daughter was Dakshayani, or Sati, in relation to whom the story of the Dakshayagya was narrated. Maitreya is now explaining about the progeny of the sons of Brahma. Out of the many sons of Brahma, the Brahmachari sons, headed by Sanaka and Narada, did not marry at all, and therefore there is no question of narrating the history of their descendants. Text 2 Another son of Brahma was irreligion, whose wife's name was Falsity. From their combination were born two demons named Dumba, or bluffing, and Maya, or cheating. These two demons were taken by a demon named Niriti, who had no children. Purport. It is understood herein that Adharma, irreligion, was also a son of Brahma and he married his sister Risha. This is the beginning of sex life between brother and sister. This unnatural combination of sex life can be possible in human society only when there is Adharma or irreligion. It is understood that in the beginning of creation, Brahma 
created not only saintly sons like Sanaka, Sanatana and Narada, but also demonic offspring like Niriti, Adharma, Damba and falsity. Everything was created by Brahma in the beginning. Regarding Narada, it is understood that because his previous life was very pious and his association very good, he was born as Narada. Others were also born in their own capacities according to their backgrounds. The law of karma continues birth after birth and when there is a new creation, the same karma comes back with the living entities. They are born in different capacities according to karma even though their father is originally Brahma who is the exalted qualitative incarnation of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Text 3 Maitre told Vidura, O great soul, from Dumba and Maya were born greed and nikriti, or cunning. From their combination came children named Kroda, anger, and Hingsa, envy. And from their combination were born Kali and his sister Durukti, Durukti, harsh speech. Text 4 O greatest of all good men, by the combination of Kali and harsh speech were born children named Mrityu, death, and Bhiti, fear. From the combination of Mrityu and Bhiti came children named Yatana, excessive pain, and Niraya, hell. Text 5 My dear Vidura, I have summarily explained the causes of devastation. One who hears this description three times attains piety and washes the sinful contamination from his soul. Purport The creation takes place on the basis of goodness, but devastation takes place because of irreligion. That is the way of material creation and devastation. Here it is stated that the cause of devastation is adharma or irreligion. The descendants of irreligion and falsity born one after another are bluffing, cheating, greed, cunning, anger, envy, quarrel, harsh speech, death, fear, severe pain and hell. All these descendants are described as signs of devastation. <clears throat> if a person is pious and hears about these causes of devastation, he will feel hatred for all these and that will cause his advancement in a life of piety. Piety refers to the process of cleansing the heart. As recommended by Lord Chaitanya, one has to cleanse the heart. <clears throat> As recommended by Lord Chaitanya, one has to cleanse the dust from the mirror of the mind, and then advancement on the path of liberation begins. Here also, the same process is recommended. Malam means contamination. We should learn to despise all the causes of devastation beginning from irreligion and cheating and then we shall be able to make advancement in a life of piety. The possibility of our attaining Krishna consciousness will be easier and we shall not be subjected to repeated devastation. The present life is repeated birth and death. But if we seek the path of liberation, we may be saved from repeated suffering. Text 6 Maitre continued, O best of the Kuru dynasty, I shall now describe before you the descendants of Swayam Bhuvamanu, 
who was born of a part of a plenary expansion of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Purport Lord Brahma is a powerful expansion of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Although Brahma is Jiva Tattva, he is empowered by the Lord and therefore he is considered a plenary expansion of the Supreme Godhead. Sometimes it happens that when there is no suitable living being to be empowered to act as Brahma, the Supreme Lord himself appears as Brahma. Brahma is the plenary, plenary expansion of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and Swayambhuvamanu was the direct son of Brahma. The great sage Maitri is now going to explain about the descendants of this Manu, all of whom are widely celebrated for their pious activities. Before speaking of these pious descendants, Maitreya had al has already described the descendants of impious activities, representing anger, envy, unpalatable speech, quarrel, fear, and death. Purposely, therefore, he is next relating the history of the life of Dhruva Maharaj, the most pious king within this universe. Text 7 And it's almost 8 o'clock, so I'm going to stop here and we will start tomorrow from texts 7. And wait patiently for the reflections of the assembled sages. Hare Krishna. <coughs> yes, Rati. Jai Guru Maharaj. Transcendental sounds abound. <laughs> oh, poetess. Thank you very much. May I always be able to vibrate these transcendental sounds. Hare Krishna. Yes, Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj, and all assembled sages, all glories to Sri the Prabhupada and Srimad Bhagavatam. Jai Ho Maharaj, for delivering to us with love and devotion. Hare Krishna, the pleasure is mine. Because I get so much happiness from doing this. It's incalculable I can't do, I can't express it and from Utam 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 Paul Paul Utam Paul Utam Paul okay Hare Krishna Hare Krishna Hare Krishna and from Bhakti Nikki yes Bhakti Nikki Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Prabhupada. I have traveled through these streets, the grubby streets of London, to get to a somewhat less grubby flat. But Sri the Prabhupada's sweet words cut straight through the grime and fill my heart with joy. I wanted to ask about Brahma's demoniac offspring. Did they choose to act demoniacally? Or are they acting according to their nature? Are they pure devotees? I don't understand how demonic personalities are essential to creation. The demoniac nature is a part of the material creation because there are living beings who have that desire to act like that. Everyone who comes into the material world uh, is influenced to one degree or another by these demoniac qualities. But in the case of pious living entities, there may be just 
slight traces or in some cases, rare cases, no uh, impiety. But piety and impiety are a part of the duality of material existence. Therefore, Brahma is forced by the laws of nature to create these elements of human society. But he also creates the activities that counteract these demoniac qualities. So everything is there in the round, in the whole. And it's all given to us by, by Vishnu, by Krishna, because of our desires. Hare Krishna. From Subarao. Yes, Subarao. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances and all glories to Sri the Bhagavan. Thank you for your divine readings. Well, Hare Krishna. And from Bhakti Rupa. Yes, Bhakti Rupa, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances, all glories to Sri the Prabhupada. All glories to his divine grace. And from Anandamurti. Yes, Anandamurti. Dear Guru Maharaj and all assembled devotees, please accept my humble obeisances, all glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Thank you so much for reading of Sri the Prabhupada's books every day. Today I heard about pious sons of Lord Brahma and impious sons of him. All those qualities are within ourselves. I found that's why our forefather had all qualities which we have, because he is the powerful, qualitative expansion of the Supreme Lord. Yesterday too, Krishna book, third canto, one Sri the Prabhupada Lilamrita, one small book distributed during lunch. Hare Krishna. She, she gives up eating for distributing Prabhupada's books. This is exalted devotional service. Hare Krishna. We want to remind her that she should take enough food. <laughs> Hare Krishna. So that she can do this important service. From Sarvagya. Yes, Sarvagya. Please accept my humble obeisance to you, Maharaj. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Such a big relief from all the material problem after reading Bhagavatam and wonderful Prabhupada purports. Thank you so much, Maharaj. Thank you. Thank you. Sudevi Dasi says Hare Krishna, Maharaj. And Sudevi Dasi to you too. Hare Krishna. And from Koladvipati. Yes, Koladvipati. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Thank you for reading tonight. Today we heard how all the parts of the body are connected to the whole body. A real gem. Quote, when there is disease in any part of the body, the whole body takes care of the alien part. <laughs> yes. Similarly, a devotee's oneness is manifested in his compassion for all conditioned souls. Hare Krishna. Wonderful choice. Wonderful. You're digging the mine for jewels, coming up with nectar. Also appreciated the Vaishnava principle of prasadam distribution. All glories to transcendental prasadam distribution. All glories to the distribution of transcendental prasad distribution. And from Subarao? Yes, Subarao. In last verse of Srimad Bhagavatam 4.7, Maitreya concluded, If one hears and again narrates with faith and devotion the story of the Daksha Yagya as it was conducted by the Supreme Personality of Godhead Vishnu, then certainly one is cleared of all contamination of material existence, O son of Kuru. Thanks for your reading so we could hear as always, 
As always, Srimad Bhagavatam emphasizes the importance of the hearing process. Daily readings key dry. Haribo. Yes. Read that quote again. Please. Maitreya concluded, If one hears and again narrates with faith and devotion this story of the Daksha Yagya, as it was conducted by the Supreme Personality of Godhead Vishnu, then certainly one is cleared of all contamination of material existence, O son of Kuru. Yes, with faith and devotion. These are the key words. Uh, just like we can offer the simplest thing to Krishna, leaf, flower, fruit, fruit, water. But if we offer it with love, then Krishna accepts it. So similarly, if we uh, recite these literatures, and in, practically at, at the end of each pastime, there's a similar statement that the benefits that one gets from hearing and, and, uh, and narrating these pastimes. The deeper our faith and devotion, the more purified we become by hearing. So we should be praying for the mercy of the Lord, not for the Lord. It's not so easy to, to go directly to the Lord. It's almost impossible. But for the, if, we, if we pray for the mercy of the Lord, then that mercy means automatically we get the Lord in His association. So if we hear these books with faith and devotion, with complete uh, purity, then we literally associate with Krishna and with all these great personalities, devotees, who offer their prayers to Vishnu in different degrees, to different, in different ways, in different moods. And we become filled up with transcendental knowledge. And when we're filled up with transcendental knowledge, we actually become satisfied and our restlessness goes away. Then we can taste not just peace, but we, we taste real happiness. Hare Krishna. This is also from Subaru. Yes, Subaru. Another gem is from 482. The law of karma continues birth after birth. And when there is a new creation, the same karma comes back with the living entities. Yes. And Gopi Pranadana Prabhu described that this is like a package that goes with the soul. It, he is the example of when we go in Prikrama, we have a bucket with our name on it tied to whatever a bag or something with our personal belongings in it. And they take that, uh, all those bags, to the next place when we get up and take our bath and start in the pilgrimage, part, start in the prikrama. And in that way, this package follows us, you know. So in the same way, the soul has a package of karmic uh, unfulfilled uh, desires and at the beginning of the creation all of these packages are uh, are waiting for the soul and they come out and they go with the soul to the next for the to the first birth of the next creation and like that birth after birth uh, they this packet uh, it's it's called our swadharma but it's not the original swadharma it is our unfulfilled desire swadharma that determines the body we get, the situation we're born into, the different talents and abilities we have or don't have, depending on our previous activities. So we can become free from all of that just, just by hearing the holy name of the Lord and the holy pastimes of the Lord and His pure devotees in the form of Srimad Bhagavatam and Bhagavad Gita and Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita and this is the the matchless gift the greatest gift that can be given to human society and therefore the highest thing we can do is to distribute this knowledge to others and we become free 
of whatever karmic debt we have, we become free from it. And then we can leave that package, you know, and go to the spiritual world free in our spiritual body. No more material desires, no more unfulfilled desires. Krishna fulfills all our desires by his personal association. Hare Krishna. There's a couple more quotations mm. from Subarao. Oh, Subarao, Haribo. Pi piety refers to the process of cleansing the heart. Mm. And the first verse of Shikshastakam. Glory to the Sri Krishna Sankirtan, which cleanses the heart of all the dust accumulated for years and extinguishes the fire of conditional life. Therefore, Shinvitam Svakata Krishna Punya Shavana Kirtana. So punya means piety. So the hearing of Krishna's pastimes is pious, purely pious. And just by hearing, we be increase our piety. And if we hear with pure heart, once our heart is pure, then we see Krishna in the pages of the Bhagavatam. Hare Krishna. And next is from Bhakti Nikki. Yes, Bhakti Nikki. She says, thank you for your answer, Maharaj. I just have one other question, I think. Please could you shed more light on where our demoniac desires came from? Did they come from Krishna? Everything comes from Krishna. But the souls... It comes from the it comes the, from the actions and reactions of the material nature to fulfill the desires of the souls. Therefore, it says, Maya Jakshena Prakriti Suyate Sachadachadam. Everything is there in the Gita. Daivyesha Gunamayi Mama Maya Duratyaya. Maya, Krishna's Maya, it's Krishna's Maya. But the soul is taking advantage of Krishna's Maya to live separately from Krishna. That is the soul's desire. So everything you can say is coming from the actions and reactions of the soul's desire. Therefore, it says in the Gita that uh, the material actions and reactions are caused by the material nature but the sufferings and enjoyments are caused by the living entities because they're conscious and the inert matter is not. So you can't attribute these things to inert matter. You can only attribute them to the conditioned soul's unfulfilled desires. That's it. Hare Krishna. She commented, I meant... I meant the original desires to turn to turn away from Krishna. Sorry, sorry. I meant the original desires to turn away from Krishna that lead us to the material world. Like the original desire to turn away from Krishna. Vichchadvesha Samutena Mohena Bharata. The duality is contained the potential for duality is contained in the soul itself because it is a part of Krishna. Krishna is the supreme enjoyer and the soul is an infinitesimal uh, particle of that supreme soul. And therefore, it has an infinitesimal part of Krishna's qualities. One of Krishna's qualities is independence. So the soul has an infinitesimal uh, independence and when he, when he misuses that independence then he chooses to come to the material world he turns his face away from Krishna so it comes from ichja dvesha uh, desire and aversion or hatred 
these things are in the uh, the potential for those things is in the soul itself and it is fulfilled or the souls are enabled to act out those things uh, when he comes to the material world because of the infinitesimal size of the soul the inconceivable nature of the of the supreme soul is present also in the soul by in, but in infinitesimal quantities and therefore there is an infinitesimal uh, inconceivable nature that, that allows the soul to uh, do things that are not good for him including turn, turning away from Krishna you can see it in the material world the principle uh, they, they, now they advertise cigarettes the package of the cigarettes and they show sometimes even gross desire, uh, diseases that is caused by the cigarettes and there's a warning there clearly doctors say you should not do this because it will kill you and yet they do it anyway that's where it comes from the inconceivable nature of the soul and the ability to do something that's not good for the soul that's coming from the soul the soul is coming from Krishna so ultimately everything is coming from Krishna and it's been coming from Krishna eternally you can't trace it out in terms of time and space and the ability to try to, 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 try to uh, trace it out is a mistake it's a waste of time it will cause simply confusion which interferes with the faith and love that we need to hear properly the eternal scriptures Hare Krishna says thank you Maharaj Hare Krishna Hare Krishna and from Rati Manjari yes Rati dear Guru Maharaj please accept my respectful obeisances Jai Srila Prabhupada Jai Prabhupada tonight we heard Srila Prabhupada describe the vision of a devotee who does not see any difference between one living entity or another he sees everyone as parts and parcels of the Supreme Lord and preaches to everyone. I find this vision of Srila Prabhupada so awesome and so transcendental, the best part of it being that he has lived his own life just like that. I once went to Kusum Sarovara Lake in, in Vraja and I met one old Pujari named Uddhava. He told me that he had met Srila Prabhupada as a little boy and that he was kind to him. He saw the boy running around and told him, You should chant Hare Krishna, do japa. The boy Uddhava said that he couldn't really do it because the mala would get entangled. Sometime later, Srila Prabhupada came again and he gave the boy a small japa mala, hand-carved, as I understood it by Srila Prabhupada himself. I was amazed and touched to hear how our Srila Prabhupada had so much compassion for a small kid in Vraj Mandala. Later, Uddhava Prabhu took us to his home and showed us the small mala which was on his altar. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Jai Srila Prabhupada. I keep a bead bag on, on my altar. And uh, Rati got the little glass case in which it's enclosed. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. We should not underestimate the potency of the Twidiya, the uh, articles that have been used by a pure devotee of, of Prabhupada's caliber. There are potencies in those items, in those relics. Hare Krishna. Yes, Sarbhagya. Maharaj, thank you again. How you reply every day for all the devotees without missing anyone. That makes it so happy. <laughs> thank you. This is this is the way we, we are yes. This is what gives me happiness to associate with each person 
and called their name because we are all parts of Krishna and therefore we should understand that Krishna likes his, to hear his name also so if we chant his name constantly we will become perfect just by doing that Hare Krishna from Daitari Hari yes Daitari Hari Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances, all glories to Sri the Prabhupada. We heard in the purport to verse 5 that we should learn to despise the causes of devastation, beginning from irreligion and cheating, and then we will be able to make advancement in Krishna consciousness. How do we really come to the point of despising at heart all the gross forms of sense gratification that lead because to... Because of the suffering they cause. Because every time you do it, you suffer. So why would anyone want to continue doing something that causes them to suffer? So it may take time, but that's the mercy of Krishna, that the material world is created that way, full of suffering, so that the soul can probably, you know, practically and, and finally get disgusted with the suffering. And then he rejects it rather than embrace it, thinking that it's happiness. That's maya. Ma-ya. Not that. You accept something to be true that is not true. And as long as you do that, you have to suffer. That is the nature of this world. And in order to get free from it, you have to reject it once and for all. And you do finally, however many births that takes, because you find out by practical experience that it doesn't work. It just causes suffering. Hare Krishna. And from Hannah? Yes, Hannah. I was listening to a Sunday feast lecture yesterday and the Maharaj speaking was so enlivened. You said just now, when we read with love and faith, we associate with these personalities. I realized how one can never be lonely when they read and chant with purified vision. They are introduced to an entire world, and it's like you're actually alive for the first time. Yes. Hare Krishna. They are very good. Thank you, Hannah. Welcome back. I'm still learning, but I'm grateful to be in the association of devotees and you, Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Welcome home. And from Bhakta Rupa. Yes, Bhakta Rupa. How do we get rid of anger? Forgive. You forgive those who trespass against you. You forgive those who treat you poorly. You forgive those who abuse you. Then you become free from anger. Hare Krishna. Therefore, when Jesus was on the cross being crucified, he said, forgive them, Father. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Hare Krishna. This is from Balaba. Yes, Balaba. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. All glories to His Divine Grace. In the dictionary under regulated, I saw a photo of you. Obeisances, Hare Krishna. In the dictionary unregulated? Under under regulated in the dictionary. Oh, under regulated in the dictionary. Well, I'm sure you're making that up. But anyway... Thank you for the thought. It's the thought that counts. <laughs> Thank you so much. Hare Krishna. Well, it just keeps getting better and better. Thank you so much, all of you. You are Together we are creating this atmosphere and it's spreading. Hare Krishna. Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Samabheda Bhaktivinda ki jai. Gaur Premanandi Hari Hari Bol. See you tomorrow. Same time, same place, same topic as Maitreya is, is continuing to describe the history of the universe. 
Now we're going to hear about the children of Swayambhu Manu. Hare Krishna. See you tomorrow.